wait, wait, oh, it's that time of the year when the ghosts say boo. We'll tell you about some Midwestern creepy stuff because that's what we do. We're Northern Frights. I like how I wrote that song and I didn't know how to. <laughs> the hardest part of it with the song is the like tempo or the. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever the musical words are, it's like oh, mm-hmm. those musical words. And then you get, get off beat. Yeah, it's lost. Yeah, you just can't. Especially since I never actually wrote a tempo for it, I was like, words, put them on that paper. <laughs> Very good, Anna. Thanks. Hi guys, it's us again. It's Northern Fry. I like how you're just like silence. Sorry. <laughs> it's us. Hi. It's hi. For the podcast, who are we? We're Anna and Alyssa. We're Northern Frights for the podcast that talks about, as I said in the intro, Midwestern creepy stuff and crime and crime, <laughs> murder, murder, murders. We talk about it in states like what Minnesota. We talk about Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Northern and Southern Dakotas. Iowa, Janannans. Indiana's maybe? Illinois for sure. Michigan? Mm-hmm. You know what? There might be some other states we'll throw in there if they're close to the Midwest. They're exciting. Yeah. We're not a geography class. Nine. No, we don't teach you nothing. Oh, did you know that I started... <laughs> did you know that I started learning Norwegian? You did? Yeah. Official? Well, I mean, Officially like happening? Duolingo, yeah. Heck yeah! Yeah. By the way, I heard mm-hmm. that the Duolingo um, website's better than their app. Because remember how when we were learning German, we'd only learn Bort und Wasser? Yes. Uh, over and over. Bort und Wasser? I would suggest using their website. Okay. Too, if you're getting yeah. lessons that are the same and over and over. Well, it's more of a case of just being like, all of a sudden they're just throwing out a wild sentence at you, and I'm just like, I would just like to know how to say hi. <laughs> Do you know how? <laughs> yeah. No. No? Uh-huh. They haven't gotten to... No, it was like, like, it was like, you know, they put up because it was like, it was like, what phrases? So it'd be like, it'd be like, what are we? (laughs) Aliens. What is she? Alien. Is that a girl? And I'm like, I don't know, is she? (laughs) They got great, what? There's, actually there are greetings. I don't want to start a lesson. There's actions. So it's like, she speaks Norwegian. But we don't know how to say hi yet. I remember still learning high. I mean, also, I'm not very good at learning languages. So. Oh, no. It's very difficult. Yeah. I was thinking of starting... The reason I brought um, Duolingo up is I was thinking of going on their website and mm-hmm. trying German again and seeing yeah. if it does change yeah. the result. Because, you guys, we over and over got... Bort und Wasser. Bort. Bort und... See it? Yep. was like, okay, I can say bread and water. Thank you. I'll go to Germany and just say... I would like some bread and water over and over. <laughs> They'll be like, is she just like a peasant girl? Yes. <laughs> From the 1800s. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of which, Birdie, yeah. every time, okay, first off, right now, like we're in a room right now, so there's a computer stand between me and Alyssa. <laughs> And it's like talking to Wilson from Home Improvement. <laughs> yeah, I can only see Anna's <laughs> eyes and she can only see mine. Well, Tim, will you, will you tell you a story? Let me tell you a life lesson. Let me tell you a life lesson here. But Birdie likes to scream at me. Mm-hmm. And just like, which you'll probably experience if she comes out when you're over on Friday. Good. We'll tell you about our Friday plans in a minute here. Um, but as I told Mom, 
and like it's like having the ghost of a Victorian small Victorian boy okay walking around our house because like every now and then she'll just be like at least in it and all of a sudden you just hear this no oh <laughs> and you're just like hello do you need help and she just like looks up at you like Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that you knew I was here yep pay attention Please. only a little bit just a touch just enough for me to accept. So should we tell them about our Friday plans? Yes. So before we got the day off, before Halloween this year, mm-hmm. um, just as a school, because the school is basically like everybody's having a terrible time. Just let them be free. Let's have them. Give them a day. Just give them a day. So we are going to get together and we're going to carve pumpkins. Mm-hmm. We're going to watch spooky movies. Yep. Um, I'm going to gorge on carbs probably yes i can make popcorn i've got a popcorn maker i think so okay good we'll make with lots of butters i like it yeah i'm really excited um it was funny i sent anna a pumpkin that was just funny <laughs> and it's one with very little eyes and a very small face <laughs> on this bigger pump or medium big pumpkin yeah and i was like i want to do this <laughs> and then anna's like um yeah i wanted to do that once too and my mom is my mom said i couldn't <laughs> And I was like, okay, we're doing it. Because mom said you couldn't, but she didn't She's say like, I couldn't. You can't. I really want to make that one pumpkin where it's like Elmo, like behind the fire, yeah. or like in front of the fire, where his arms are up in the air, just like, oh. We should, because you could, even if it's a disaster, you could turn the pumpkin around and restart, right? It'd still have a hole, obviously, in the back. Yeah, I'd say it would just shine through in the back, so people would be like, what's wrong with your pumpkin? Okay. We're like, everything. It's 2020. Don't ask questions. <laughs> 2020 pumpkin leave it alone yeah, that's so we hope that you guys have some exciting halloween plans yeah um, so do something fun yeah but safely but safely i heard my mom told me that the governor canceled halloween for minnesota is that true i don't think so like you can't trick or treat well, or something the, the cdc and like the mayo oh, clinic okay. have both been like you should probably not trick or treat I don't know. She explicitly said the governor. The, the like, governor canceled Halloween. <laughs> I was like, okay. I the, believe you. The Grinch stole Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but when we were talking, I was talking with a different group of people, and they were saying that they weren't going to do um, trick-or-treating treat giveaway thing. So mm-hmm. I was like, that doesn't sound like it's canceled. Yeah. Officially or whatever. Yeah. Like, I think it's it's up to people's judge like best judgment yeah. if they want to or not. Yeah. My yeah. I think what I'll probably do is like if we got a bag of candy, mm-hmm. I'll put it into like plastic baggies. Yeah. And then just like if anybody shows up, I'll just like take my like little like sticky grabber thing. Yeah. And just like put a bag into their bag and be like, bye, get out of my house. <laughs> Don't worry about me. Yeah. <laughs> that should be fine though, because they say most contact is if you're together like 15 minutes yeah if you're 15 minutes or more within like six feet then it's like that's the danger zone yeah so i don't typically or actually i've never done it at least at my house yeah i've never given out snacks candies well my my plan would be the same (laughs) (laughs) don't give out snacks (laughs) watch movies scary ones Mm -hmm. or what i've been watching is the bow the Vow? The Vow, B-O-W. Oh, okay. On It's on HBO, and it's about Nexium. Cult. Did you see that the guy was just uh I haven't looked at the details, but I did hear there was some kind of sentence. Yeah, I think he had like 120 years in jail. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm trying to figure out. I watched the first couple of episodes. I'm like, this is insane. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. I really have a question about like those kind of jail sentences where it's like they get like five life sentences kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they're just acknowledging how much damage you did. Did okay. That would be my guess. Because it doesn't make sense. We're only yeah. going to live approximately 80, 85 yeah. years or whatever. How many years you get. Yeah, and mm-hmm. if you're already 50. They just put a skeleton in a jail cell. <laughs> imagine a, imagine <laughs> those cells. <laughs> that. Your, over your cellmate's just like. <laughs> you must stop looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be good. Yeah. All right. Are you? Do you have any uh, updates or anything? No. All right. Actually, I don't. Should we? Should we just go ahead and? Yeah. Toss some scissors. One, two, three. Why do we always do scissors? One, two, three. Ah! Oh, you eat me. I smushed you. You smushed me. <clears throat> all right. All right. I'm excited. All right. All right. All right. Mmm. I'm looking at my sources, and a, a lot of them, probably about half, came from Inside Edition. Oh. Then we had uh, StarTribune.com, oh. TwinCities.com, oh. Everapedia, which what? I believe is like Wikipedia. Okay. Um, CBS Local, and then News-Press.com. Mm. All right. All right. You ready? Yeah. All right. The Gambling Grandmother. Losing Good. streak, Lois. These are two nicknames that Lois Reese has, both related to gambling. Mm-hmm. However, the nicknames do not describe the horrific things oh, Lois on. did in order to support her gambling addiction. Oh no! Okay, all right. What initiated a nationwide manhunt for Lois was the discovery of her husband David's body in their home on March twenty eighth. 2018. David's business partner called the police to do basically a welfare check Mm -hmm. on David after, I don't want to say noticing, but um, it was reported by the business partner that no one had seen David for two weeks. It took him two two weeks? weeks? (laughs) And this was pre-COVID, so I'm like, they were going, assuming... Assuming into the office. They were just. <laughs> I don't know why it's two weeks. I just like to say that if I'm not in the office for like two weeks, would you please check on me? <laughs> I feel like one day we'd all be like, "Where's Anna?" Yeah. It's happened before where someone didn't come in and yeah. we had to, as an office, figure out what was going on. Yeah. Oh yeah, she talked to me. I know. She, yeah. She's fine. She was sick or whatever. Yeah. But if nobody knew, wouldn't you be? I would be like, huh. Like, so I don't know if it was a, no, a regular thing that maybe he yeah. didn't come to the office and sure. didn't need to check in. Don't okay. know. However, it had been two weeks since at least the business partner had seen David. So they essentially do a welfare check on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and authorities found David shot to death <gasps> in their bathroom with a twenty two caliber handgun. Okay. <clears throat> After killing David, Uh Lois put a blanket over his body and then forged at least one, but I saw reports that might have been more than one check Mm -hmm. from David's business account, deposited into David's personal account, Mm. and then, interestingly, she wrote a check to herself from his account and then cashed it. Mm. 
So the amount, um, either of the one check or multiple checks, was came to eleven thousand dollars. I would just like to also say that the uh, place that David works apparently doesn't check their accounts. Also, <laughs> well, I wonder if it happened very quickly after that. And yeah, you're right. Why didn't they see that yeah. in those two weeks? Like I would be like, huh? Why is he yeah. putting money into his personal account and all this business? Mm-hmm. And he's not here for two weeks. And I believe he owned a waxworm farm company. Isn't that interesting? Gross. <laughs> I, like, I don't want to know. I'm not Googling it. No. <laughs> so here's Lois. She has $11,000 at least. Mm-hmm. And after killing her husband and taking that money, Lois left their blooming prairie home, which is located in Minnesota, mm-hmm. in their Cadillac and fled the state. Ooh. Lois is charged um, after the discovery of her husband of uh, theft of the $11,000. Lois was on her way to Florida, Mm -hmm. but being a gambling addict, she stopped several um, at several places along the drive Mm -hmm. to gamble at casinos. Mm -hmm. We know at some point Lois arrives in Florida. Now I wanted to pause. Lois and David, yeah. No, I was just sorry. I was going to pause. Pause. Um, Lois and David had uh, been friends with a couple when they lived in Minnesota, mm-hmm. and this couple also owned property in Florida. So okay. I just wanted to point that out. Okay. Uh, the wife's name is Tess. Um, unpause. Mm-hmm. On April 2nd, Lois visits Tess mm-hmm. in Florida, mm-hmm. and um, the murder of her husband had been broadcast. You know, mm-hmm. um, and especially after her fleeing, there was like a manhunt for her. Yeah. Um, so Tess was aware of this report and oh, manhunt. Geez. And okay. here's Lois showing up at Tess's house. Mm-hmm. Tess happened to be like cleaning out her garage at the time and saw Lois at the end of her driveway. And they like, in the <laughs> report, they like locked eyes. It was <laughs> definitely my friend standing at the end of the driveway yeah. who's... In a manhunt for her, and yeah. she had killed her husband, at least suspected of it. Yeah. So um, what's interesting is um, Lois must have second-guessed herself uh, because she mumbles something like, wrong house, wrong house, and then mm. leaves, shuffles off, and leaves in a vehicle. Tess later be- um, reported that she believed Lois was there to either kill her mm-hmm. because Tess, I saw pictures of her, looked pretty similar-ish. Sure. They're, um in their 50s or so, blonde hair, I think I remember similar this, stature, yeah. so they're like, like is she d- was she going to come and murder me? Yeah. Like, what's going on? Or, it's a possibility they um, conceded, maybe she, she wanted to look into renting a property they had, mm. because they did own property. Okay. Okay, so that's on April 2nd. April 4, uh, video surveillance shows Lois and a woman named Pamela Hutchinson talking together and eventually making their way to Pamela's condo. condo. Pamela was uh, in Florida on vacation. Mm-hmm. The next day, April 5th, the pair is again seen at the Smoking Oyster Brewing, which I'm assuming is a restaurant, yeah. together. Okay. And later that day, Lois is seen walking outside of Pamela's condo alone. She appears to be, like, distraught and crying. Mm. The next day, April 6th, an employee at the condo that Pamela was renting said that Pamela Hutchinson, or someone sounding like her, called to extend her stay for three days. Mm -hmm. 
at this point, Lois is seen on video using Pamela's credit card mm. to withdraw $5,000 from her bank account. Huh. You know what I'm surprised is, like, that you can take out that much money. I know! I can only take out, like, 500 in a day. Yeah. So how does she give 5000 Don't know. Florida. Perhaps that's it. <laughs> um, Lois flees Florida, and um, she's driving west. She's in Pamela's vehicle, mm-hmm. and um, in her drive west, she also stops in at least one casino in Louisiana, mm-hmm. and she won fifteen hundred bucks. Okay. Um, it appears that she's at this point just heading to Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see another video where Lois is wearing what is suspected to be Pamela's hat. Like a fedora. It was something her friend said. She wore fedoras and hats all the time. And then here Lois shows up in one that Mm, looks looks like like something Pamela would wear. Creepy. On April 9th, Pamela's body is discovered in the bathroom of her condo. Once again, Mm, the bathroom. Interesting. And there's a towel draped over her. Mm-hmm. Husband had a blanket. Mm-hmm. And she had gunshot wounds. Same. Trying to cover it up because she feels guilty. Yep. That's my thought. Yep. As a legal expert. <laughs> as a legal expert. Yeah. April 12th, Lois is named as a suspect in Pamela's murder. Mm-hmm. And then April 15th, tax day, Lois goes to dinner with a new friend, Bernadette Mathis. Ron Bernadette. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I thought the same thing. <laughs> At dinner, uh, Bern- Bernadette had like one or two drinks, mm-hmm. normal, floor, or, uh, Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually have no <laughs> idea why. That's an association. <laughs> like, Delete that. We're just like, yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. correct. And at some point, um, Bernadette was like informed of the bartender that she seemed out of it. Isn't that mm-hmm. interesting? Yeah. Um, However, being out of it, I guess, either way, after dinner, they both go to Bernadette's home, and they used her hot tub, and Lois Lois ends up staying the night in a guest room at Bernadette's. Mm. Um, Bernadette later reflected that it was unclear why, like, why she allowed Lois to come to her house. Yeah. Which is why it's interesting what the bartender said, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yet, either way, the next day, Lois and Bernadette go to breakfast, and then, I believe it was two days later, U.S. Marshals put up billboards in Texas, Mm -hmm. New Mexico, Arizona, and California Mm -hmm. for um, a reward for the capture of Lois. Okay. So those have been out, they're out for at least two days, when on April 19th, while having a meal at a restaurant, a manager recognizes Lois and calls the police. Lois is arrested in San- South Padre Island, Texas. Mm-hmm. On April 29, Lois is held without bond, and she pleads guilty eventually to the first-degree murder of Pamela Hutchinson mm-hmm. and was sentenced for that uh, to life without parole. Mm-hmm. At some point, she gets extradited to Minnesota Mm -hmm. to stand trial for the murder of her husband. She pleads guilty and was found guilty of first-degree murder of David. Mm -hmm. At sentencing, Lois apologized to her mother-in-law and her children. Mm -hmm. The family of Lois was quite shocked by the turn of events Mm -hmm. and had considered David and Lois close. Mm -hmm. Lois was also considered as caring and putting herself second. 
but she had an addiction, and prior mm. to the murder, she had spent $500 <gasps> oh. worth of an inheritance at the casinos. Wait, $500? $500,000. Oh, dang, Gina. <laughs> of an inheritance of some kind. Oh. I don't know the time period, oh. but dang. That is that, a lot. That takes my breath away. I know. So, um, what's interesting is I found an article, um, from, uh, that had her son. He was interviewed. Mm -hmm. And he had to follow the news to get any updates on what was going on with his mom. And while, you know, videos or things were popping up on, uh, the progression of the case, he noticed when he watched those videos that his mom's mannerisms were different. He's like, it doesn't seem like it's my mom. Weird. Um... But I was thinking about it. It makes sort of sense because you'd have to become someone else to yeah. do stuff. Do stuff like that. Like murder. Not yeah. only one person, but two people. Mm-hmm. And now even maybe Bernadette, maybe her friend Tess. Mm-hmm. Like you'd have to like, I'm assuming, turn change yourself to yeah. deal with it and well, be able to do I mean, it. Addiction changes you addiction a lot. Too. Yep. So. Even though it's not a substance, it's an addiction. It's, yeah, it just yeah. changes the chemical in your brain mm-hmm. enough to make, make you look... A little bit different. I need this money. I need to do this. So mm-hmm. that's what your focus is. Yeah. Um, this son, his name's Brayden, said that he, this is heartbreaking, he won't stop loving his mom, mm. but he hasn't talked to her yet. And when the interviewer said, what would you say to her? He said, it would be a simple, I love you. Oh. <laughs> how hard. Yeah. How hard is that? It's terrible. And then, you remember our friends, or their friends from Minnesota? Yeah. had the condo. Yep. Or not the condo. Had properties down in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, it was reported that Pamela's condo was, like, one block away from where Tess lived. Oh, wow. But she just, like, walked over and she saw this other lady and was, like, putting There's her my victim. On there. Oh. Yikes. Oh. Um, so the trial took place that we already know she was guilty of, um, in 2020. Mm-hmm. And with COVID, this is just interesting. The war, um, the trial was held at a local high school here in Minnesota. Oh. Um, it's Casson dash something, Montreville, maybe oh, high school. I know that I've heard of it, but I don't know where it is. It's, um, Southwest Minnesota. Okay. Okay. Yep. I looked it up too. I was like, where's Blooming Prairie? <laughs> <laughs> Southwest-ish. Um, and I'm assuming at her sentencing, Lois said, quote, what I did was an unpardonable, unpardonable crime. Mm -hmm. Solitude is forever. I feel I deserve this. I will have no reprieve. Mm -hmm. So the only thing we can hope is, and it sounds like she might be on her way or is already there, that she realizes her addiction Mm -hmm. was vastly out of control. Yeah. And... She needs help. She needs help, and maybe she can get it in here. My other mind Mm. was going, what if she's, like, in the inside, like, doing, like, undercover, like, (laughs) like casino going on? (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you uh, will play this game, and I will take five of your... Ramens. Ramens. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, yeah. So that's the story of Lois mm, Reese. I kind of remember it, but I like I didn't know enough about it. To yeah, like... it sounded familiar to yeah. me too. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, very interesting. Nationwide manhunt. Oh order. yeah, and the manhunt I think lasted four weeks, which makes sense sure. based on the details of the sure. case. Yeah. 
Ooh, that was good. Accelerated. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Killing your husband. Going, driving to Florida. Florida. Killing someone there. Going to Texas. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't imagine living on the run. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. always thinking about your next step and yeah. what you're going to do. Three to steps ahead. Survive. Mm-hmm. Just goes to show that we are not killers in hearts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's my story. Thank you. Good work. Claps. Thank you so much. All right. Well, I decided to do a story in honor of Halloween. Yes. I decided to do the history of Halloween in Anoka, Minnesota. Oh, good. I love that. Halloween capital of the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to do a quick, brief history of Halloween okay. for those of you who haven't caught up yet for the past, like, <laughs> many hundred years. Okay. It originated from a Celtic holiday that signifies the end of the harvest season called Samhain, which is spelled S-A-M. H-A-I-N. Uh, the Celts were an ancient group who lived in what is now Ireland, Scotland, Wales, Britain, and France, northern France. Um, over the years, the holiday has included wearing costumes, a way to hide from spirits, putting out jack-o'-lanterns used uh, with pumpkins originally, or excuse me, turnips originally, <laughs> Okay. Um, and then other fun spooky stuff. And if you have any more questions about what Halloween's about, called the internet and you can look it up (laughs) (laughs) sounds good so costumes to hide from spirits and then Mm -hmm. they were um what is now pumpkins it was i'm sorry turnips turnips yeah because of why is my voice cracking my 13 year old boy (laughs) (laughs) uh i think it was because of the great potato famine that sounds wrong Google it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they were just staring at each other over the computer like, mm-hmm, Wilson would You're know. You're the Wilson. You're supposed to be knowledgeable. <laughs> Wilson would know. Amazing one. Okay, so let's continue on. Halloween okay. ha- celebration in Anoka. Okay. Picture it. November 1st, 1919, Anoka, Minnesota, which is located roughly 20 miles northwest of Minneapolis. And then I thought of this. Or as my mom would explain it to me when I was younger, a whole episode of Scooby-Doo Away. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense to a kid. Yeah, because I remember, like, when I was a kid, I, like, I could not grasp the concept of, like... Distance. Like, the time and stuff, and so she'd be like, it'd be like a whole, like, if we were watching an entire episode of Scooby-Doo, I'm like, got it. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Mom. (laughs) So every time I, like, go anywhere, I'm just like, how many Scooby-Doo's away are we? Serious? (laughs) Oh, I love that. Okay. (laughs) By the way, how long is this Scooby-Doo episode? Half an hour. Okay. There you go. Got it. Yep. Okay. So residents awoke in the morning to find cows roaming the streets, their windows soaked, wheelbarrows on rooftops, and outhouses tipped over. This wasn't the first time. (laughs) Records even date back to 1914, yes, a whole five years before, where Halloween had been a quiet night that year, with only windows being soaked and fences being torn down. Fences being what? Being torn down. Like, shrunk. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was back in, you know, there was like, <clears throat> I should probably have, like, looked this up as well, but there's like, Mischievous Night and Devil's Night, like, the night before Halloween or so. I've heard of Devil's Night from an Eminem song. Yeah. Well, it's Devil's it, Night. Um, in, because he's from Michigan, correct? He? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, That's right. Yeah, um, he, that, they had, like, Devil's Night 
at, like, at some point, kind of, like, earlier. I think it was, like, in the 80s. Okay. And it was, like, the entire town would get, like, destroyed because of Devil's Night. You should and so do an they, episode like, on that. Oh, good idea. Okay. Yeah, Next like time. It. Don't tell us too much. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, you know, it was kind of, like, the night to, like, do mischievous goosey acts. But in reality, it was, like, terrorizing everybody. Okay. So, it, but it, like I said... Anoka isn't the only city that has had this problem. Mischievous terror has been reported all over the country in the nights following up to Halloween as early as mid-1800s, before Minnesota was even a state. But because this is a podcast about the Midwest and Minnesotans are passive-aggressive, we're not going to touch on that right now. <laughs> Tired of the Halloween tricks their youngsters became involved in because they had nothing better to do, they decided something needed to be done to stop the town's, children, the town's children's reign of terror over Halloween. So George Green and a group of other Anoka civic leaders devised a plan. They would put on a giant celebration in the town to keep the children preoccupied. Okay. The Anoka Commercial Club and Kiwanis Club, which side note, have you ever had the Kiwanis milkshakes at the state fair? Kiwanis? Yeah, Kiwanis Club. They're like, it's like by the 4-H building. It's kind of like this like tucked in area I don't know, and I'm not even thinking about that. I feel like we said it differently in Cambridge, where I grew up, Kiwanis or something. Kiwanis. Well, you know what? It's probably how it's. It's the pronounced. same thing. It sounds like though. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So they would have they have like the best milkshakes and malts at the state fair. Oh, okay. Good. So if you're ever there, get some. So both clubs gave their full support, and in about September of 1920, a Halloween committee was born. Ooh. Businessmen, teachers, parents, and students began to work on the celebration. Thousands of Anoka school children started making plans and costumes for the big event. At the event, they held a large parade that included bands, drum corps, Anoka uh, police and fire departments, Kiwanis Club, Mm -hmm. Commercial Club, and the Anoka National Guard all took part in it. Um, Hundreds of bags of popcorn, candy, peanuts, and other treats were given out to children who participated in the parade. And then a large bonfire was held at the Bridge Square in the town. Oh, I wonder if I know exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, By the 1930s, the event had expanded from just a parade and bonfire to, like, other activities. And they'd hold it, like, every year, pretty much since 1920. Over 2,000 children participated in the parade. And it's estimated that at that point, like, at least 20,000 people would come to observe the parade. Um, in 1937, a 12-year-old boy named Harold Blair went to Washington, D.C., wearing a sweatshirt with the Halloween capital insignia of the town, along with a proclamation naming Anoka the Halloween capital of the world. He was chosen after winning a nationwide paperboy competition. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I love that. Woo. Uh, he met with Congressman Millard Rice and uh, shared the proclamation with him, and so it became the Halloween capital of the world. So it's a, it is official. Yeah. Okay. I've got, got more history on it. I wasn't sure if it was self-proclaimed or what, so that answers that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Congress upheld Anoka's proclamation. Okay. Historians have had a hard time tracking down the actual documentation because of a fire that went through Anoka uh, years before, destroying much of the Anoka's uh, early historical Halloween documents. Okay. Um, another proclamation was made in about the 1970s in order to stake the city's claim in the hollow, the, as the Halloween ca- capital of the world. Mm-hmm. And then it was another one was made in about 2002 or 2003 
um, and it was declared on the congressional floor <coughs> that Anoka is a Halloween capital of the world. So it is official. I, I just want to say that seems sounds so ridiculous. Doesn't it? <laughs> on Congress Like, if floor, you're thinking about everything that's happening today, and then you're just like, you know what, we can definitely proclaim that this small town in Minnesota mm-hmm. is the Halloween capital of the world. <laughs> I suppose quote. if you had to talk about something simple like that or yeah. something difficult, you'd say, let's just get this yeah. in. Yeah, <laughs> it's like when you're doing a test, and you're like, get all the easy questions done first, and then we'll go back to the hard ones. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> So this is very short now. So okay. activities at the event have grown over the years to include pillow fights, Ooh. fireworks displays, royalty coronations, house decorating contests, concerts, storytelling, and more. Nice. In the 1970s, a couple who were on the an episode of the TV game show The Dating Game won a trip to Anoka to ride in the Halloween parade. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You imagine that We're kind of... We're going to Anoka! Anoka! <laughs> just like the Bahamas! For a Halloween parade. <laughs> That's amazing. I hope they got married. Yeah. Wow. Ah, so celebrations have been held in the town every year since 1920, except in 1942 and 1943 due to World War II. Okay. Um, today's parade has been split into a nighttime parade a daytime parade, a children's parade that takes place on the Friday preceding the Grand Day Parade, mm. and that parade, the Grand Day Parade, takes place on the Saturday before Halloween. <sighs> the Grand Day Parade includes groups from all over the Midwest, and Anoka has festivities all month long, and they also have a museum in the oh, town. I did not know that. that yeah. Okay. It's really cute. I went there. Um, they can buy stuff. They have, like, buttons that you can buy um before when they would put out the buttons it was to get you like kind of like as a ticket into the town's football game okay for halloween nowadays you can use it as like a coupon to get like stuff off in the town so um so in conclusion the best way to get children to stop destroying a town (laughs) is to make them partake in a parade I can't believe one of the early on ones had 2,000 kids participating. Isn't that crazy? Like, can you imagine trying to wrangle a bunch of kids to go on a parade? No, like the 15 that you see in each group seems Mm -hmm. unruly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then to be like, okay, we're going to walk from here to there as a group. You mean over there? Yeah. Can I go over here? There's a dog. (laughs) Can I be ahead of my mom? She's right over there. Very good. So that's the story of Anoka, the Halloween capital of the world. Excellent. Yeah. Congress approved. Congress approved. <laughs> Very good. If you, if you want anything to be proclaimed in Congress, just get a 12-year-old boy, paper boy. Paper boy. <laughs> to win a competition to go. I like that. That's what. That's how we need to get uh, actual rights for people. <laughs> Apparently. They get the job done. They get the job done. Let's just make Congress be a group of 12-year-old boys. <laughs> oh, it practically kind of is. Maturity <laughs> level? Perhaps. Mm. Perhaps. So, yeah, that's that on that. I don't know. We got anything exciting? We uh, other things? Um. Uh, Alyssa scared me today. Oh, yeah. It was a planned attack. I I had to go pick up some documents, and I was like, oh, Anna might want to come. So I was 
creepily waiting for her in the hall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I heard her to come out. So I snuck down the hall and she saw my shadow but still got scared. Yeah. Boom! Well, it was like I come out around the bathroom and I think he was like the cleaning guy too. So yeah. I'm kind of just like, Lizard, hello. And then all of a sudden you're like, ah! <laughs> and I take my, I had my ID on a lanyard and I was holding it and I like whipped it around in the air and it was just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yep. However, it was in her left hand. I was on the right, so that, I was so cleared safe. of the... <laughs> yeah, of any damage that would have happened. <laughs> I really wish that there had been, like, a tour going on and just, like, see, like, me just being like, Just see wild folks. <laughs> um, what I thought of, and I think we brought it up right after, was there is a security camera yes. right there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we always make the fun happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if they're like... Mm-hmm. These two. These two gooses. They're back at it. <laughs> back, back in the game. <laughs> and like I said, we need more shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Fun shenanigans. Fun not, shenanigans. Not terrorist. Yeah. Not. Not a bunch of children running around. Reign of cows. terrors. <laughs> the town's children's reign of terror. We don't need that. No. Mm-mm. Do you have any um, ideas of what we'll watch for creepy movies or? whatever i know that i've got a bunch just like on netflix and i'm like i should watch that all right so i probably haven't watched it so okay so we can go through a list and we'll just be like which one do you want to watch which one do you want to watch and then we'll narrow it down just keep reading the (laughs) we'll do what you do late at night where you're like what should i watch and you just read the things and maybe watch the preview but never select it yeah you're like no No. No. I'm feeling it. Not that one. No, I don't know. I don't really want to watch that one. And then eventually we'll just be like, pick one. Yeah. (laughs) Who cares? We're watching Casper. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, fine. (laughs) Most terrifying. So spooky. So so spooky. So spooky. Well, if you want to get in contact with us, Mm -hmm. you can email us at northernfrights19 at Mm gmail.com. And don't forget to rate us on... Mm -hmm. Apple iTunes. We'd love to see what you have to say. Mm-hmm. And then give us a follow mm-hmm. and comment on our Instagram. Yeah. Either personal stories mm-hmm. or in response to our post or mm-hmm. whatever you have. And yeah. that is Northern F- Frights Pod yep. on Instagram. Yeah. Well, it was a great week. Thank you so much, Anna. Thank you for your time. <laughs> it's been a pleasure as always. As always. So, and it's been a pleasure talking with you all. Agreed. Have a happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. May it be spooky and spooktacular and fantastic. Okay, bye. Bye.